And I want to take this time to bring to the stage those who have been responsible for giving us that time of devotion because we've been blessed every morning. You agree? We have been blessed on Mondays. I want to start first. I want to introduce first. On Mondays, we have Jane Crawford. On Tuesdays, we have Pastor Tiffany Johnson. On Wednesdays, we have Elder Yule Crawford. And on Thursdays, we have Lady Carolyn Johnson. Last and definitely not least, we have on Fridays, Bishop Flynn Johnson. One more. You forgot. You forgot. You forgot. Hold on now. Well, my mistake. There's one more. On Saturdays. On Saturdays. On Saturday mornings. We have Pastor Christopher Johnson. Thank you so much, Metro, for coming with us every morning. Uh, it's an interesting thing to be ready in the morning for your, for your daily devotions. It's an interesting thing also to be vulnerable uh, every day and to let you into our lives. But we feel like it's one of the most important things, one of the most important things that a believer, a disciple of Christ can do, and that is have a daily devotions with Christ. I love you for mom, mom and dad, uh, Bishop Johnson, and uh, I don't do that, mom and dad, uh, for, um, for making sure that not just us as a family, but us as a, as a people, uh, as, as a church, are responsible to have our daily devotions. We've been at this for a few years, haven't we? And so today, we thought it was really cool. If you would, uh, we're all, for the rest of the month, we're talking about finishing strong. Anybody ready to finish strong? Yeah. A little bit really good. If, you, if you're with us this morning online on, on Facebook or on YouTube, go ahead and put that in the chat. I will finish strong. I will. You can say that with me. Say, I will, I will. finish strong. Finish strong. With some conviction. Y'all can't get low when you say the finish strong part. Say, I will. I will. I will. Finish strong. Finish strong. Good stuff. So today we're just going to have a good conversation today about how we can make sure that we finish strong this year. I have a couple of questions, but while we're doing this, if you, want, if you have the Metro City app, you can open it, go to sermons, and what, after you see sermons, you will uh, see live questions. If you like, if you like to ask a question while we're talking, we're going to take questions at the end. If you email, I mean, to, uh, answer that or ask the live question, it'll be emailed to me. And we're going to take uh, uh, some questions from Facebook, and we'll also take some questions from the lot from the feed on our app. So everybody find it? You found it? Under sermons? You see up? I heard you up. Very good. 
All right, so today we're just going to have a good conversation. I'm going to ask a couple of questions, answer them too. Let me sit back here with you, Chris. That's all right. Put your hand. Right there. All right. So here's what we're going to, I'm going to ask. I'm, I may answer it first. That way you guys can have a, a moment to think about it. It uh, doesn't, doesn't matter who goes first or second. just matters that everybody goes. Um, who on this team has touched you, blessed you? When you saw that, when you heard that word, um, maybe it was something funny that you saw that, you, that you'll never forget. Um, maybe it was uh, a specific thing that was said that, that, that touched your life personally because what we like to do is we, we support each other. Uh, these, honestly, I mean, without a doubt, uh, these are some of my best friends. Uh, if I didn't have some of these people or all these people in my life, I, I promise you I'd be a, a basket case even today. And so I'm grateful to be to be on a team like this. But how has each of us if affected each other? Uh, choose one. I know <clears throat> I know everybody wants to be a little bit diplomatic, and you know all of us are good. But you know you don't have to do that. We, we you know we love each other, that kind of thing. Uh, but uh, who has touched you the most? Uh, I'm gonna I want to uh, go first real quick. It was a uh, Christopher started doing devotions here in the church. Were you working because of that, or it was just a day you did it, or, or what? Oh yeah, um, <laughs> uh, hey, um, yeah. We so we moved out of our house and we, we were moving around a little bit. So the the space in the house uh, wasn't it was different. So I had to come here to the church. You know, oh, to be able to do that. Yeah, got you. It was one day where I know you was in this area because I could tell by where you were, and um, you played that song "Moving On" mm -hmm. by Jonathan McReynolds and Molly Music. And I, I don't know what it was, because sometimes, I'll be honest with you, I don't see it on the time, in the time that it happens, but I always go back and look at it. But for some reason, I was live with you that day. And uh, you was moving around and shaking your groove thing, and, and you, when that song finished, you kept saying these two words uh, uh, over and over again. You good for that. Saying the two words over and over again. You said, don't quit, don't quit. Don't quit. And for some reason, that thing stuck with me. And I really appreciate you for that thing. More than anything, because I had to groove with you, because that's one of my songs, for real. Somebody else, I think mom used Gary say something. Uh, yeah, I, I was going to, uh, I was going to say, um, one morning, um, I was, and in fact, this was uh, this week, and I happened to, uh, catch it a little bit later too. It was actually uh, Bishop's turn on Friday morning and he was having all kinds of difficulty with his um, computer and he, uh, actually his computer was in the shop and then he was using his iPad and then the iPad wouldn't work and then the phone wouldn't work either. So at the time of devotion, he called Christopher and asked Christopher to take his place. And the thing that I most appreciated was he, I don't know if he was waiting for the Lord to give him a word or what he was doing, but in the, in the meantime, he started praying. And I'm going to tell you, it ignited something in me. 
and brought back to my remembrance when I was sick and I was in Hawaii and the church was praying, they said that Christopher took the lead and uh, was one of the head warriors praying for me here at the house. And I felt that same anointing, that igniting of prayer. And I want to thank you, Christopher, because that prayer did something for me this week. It was current for me. <laughs> yes, I want to concur. I'm that. sorry, Jen. I was, forgive me. <laughs> Actually, I didn't call Christopher. I, was, I panicked so bad. I totally lost it. I couldn't, and, and nothing my instructors had taught me would work. And I couldn't find, couldn't find anything. And uh, I didn't call Christopher. He called me. He called me. And I answered, I said, oh, my God. And I said, yeah, man, go ahead, take it, take it, take it. So, yeah, yeah, much to his, thank you. Yeah, I want to uh, just chime in on that, Lady Carolyn, because um, that was truly uh, the prayers that Christopher prayed, and he began to pray individually for people. And there was such a strong presence of the Lord. When, when Pastor Christopher prays, he carries a strong anointing uh, for prayer and for government and for declarations. And so I love to see him worship and pray. And that was a very particularly, for me, very impactful because we all saw the dynamics of what was happening. And I think we've all been there at some point where we had a little technical difficulties. Uh, it's happened to my husband and I several times. And you know, uh, we know that the enemy does not want the devotions to go forth. So we have to be ready, and we can't flake out. But um, just seeing how the Lord transitioned that and how Pastor Christopher was ready at all times to step in, and so that is a way that we, um, how the Lord allows us to cover each other. And uh, that was a very powerful uh, time um, that I really enjoyed. In fact, your words were very prophetic as you were praying for people. Very creative, very prophetic. And just want to encourage you to move more in that dimension. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Anyone, uh, any others affect you guys? Dad, you, Chris? Yeah. Um, uh, uh, went on Wednesdays, uh, Elder Yule, he was, this particular Wednesday, he was talking about the parable of, uh, I think it's the master that gave the guys the gifts talents to get gifts and talents and, and some of them multiplied them and somebody some of them didn't do squat with them you know so so that you know he, some people did you know had their talents and, and they used them but then some of them didn't didn't use the talents and uh, he was saying uh, that the people that did uh, they were rewarded because they used they brought, they brought more, they brought more back, uh, and then they, they, they used the talents that they had. And, and he was pointing out, using the gifts and talents that God, he, he asked the question, what has God given you? What's up? Oh, you're looking at me like. He's looking at you. Oh, okay. <laughs> what, has God, what has God given you to use? What has God given you to, uh, to, to multiply? And I started thinking about, you know, the different things that, that the Lord has, uh, you know, you know give, the talents he's given me. And, uh, 
You got the lucky as well. No. Oh, I'm being oh, sensitive. Man, don't be sensitive. <laughs> I'm listening to you, man. Go ahead. Yeah, that thing was good because it made me face myself and it made me, made me say, what am I sitting on that the Lord has given me that, that I just been, I haven't been doing anything with, with, my, with my gifts and my talents and, 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 uh, and uh, leading people? And, and um, so I started to, to take account of that. And then he said, he said, um, he said, uh, the Lord will give me, you know, direction about relationships, you know, people, how to activate those things. And then he said uh, to start writing scriptures on, on your mirror about those gifts and talents and, and declaring the word of the Lord over, over the things that God spoke to you in, uh, concerning productivity and the things you're supposed to be doing. And, uh, and it just activated something in me uh, concerning... Um, uh, music, I started writing again. I got, man, I got some songs, y'all. Yay! That's, that's coming out. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, some, uh, some new music, and I've just been writing here and there, and just sending them to people, you know. But, uh, but, but I started quoting the scripture. My tongue is the pen of a ready writer, and uh, different, different scriptures. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but it really impacted me. That that word really impacted me. That that uh, Elder Ewell gave. So, that you. A few mornings, a few, couple of mornings ago, um, you were having devotions. And when we have devotions at home, both of us, usually, you know, we're not sitting there looking at each other. So I'm in bed. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you left to find your place, I turned my phone on. And uh, when she was finished and she got back into bed, I said, when she, she I said, I smell cornbread. <laughs> And that that particular devotion was really, really, really great for me because of not just the way you presented it with every the 12 points of um, of issues that we should be concerned about and those 12 issues that we want to finish strong in. And uh, because you did it the way you did it, uh, and I understood how much you like cornbread, how much I've eaten your cornbread. As you can see, and uh, and and uh, it was very, 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 very precious to me how God. I was thinking about how God has mixed you, and and how I wish I had the demeanor. I wish I had the demeanor of my wife. You know, she's like a natural. It's like she's no pain, no strains. Just like she's been doing this all her life, and. Uh, um, I, that that unique mixture she has of simplicity but very powerful. Uh, I received it that day. And God fixed me some good cornbread. Um, well, in let, your presentation, let me say right here that I struggled with that <laughs> before like I it. gave it because when God spoke it to me. Because every week we got to come up with something, right? And when He said cornbread, I was like, what? cornbread and then he was saying you know just write down the the cornbread the the recipe for it and then he said it's like a list and then he began to lead me and then he said I'm going to give you a list of things you know all of that and I thought you know what I've learned this lesson but I had to have it come again and that is trust God 
Right. Whatever he speaks to you, mm. you don't know what it's going to do for other people. You don't know where they are. You don't know what's happening with them. And if he can take a foolish thing like cornbread and confound the wise and speak to people, then let him do it. Just do exactly what he says. Mm. Awesome. Mm. Awesome. Awesome. How about you, Eddie? I just want to say um, it's been interesting because um, every Monday I get a chance to I'm the technical man for her. <laughs> you, you all, you, that would be a show itself. But, uh, but anyway, um, it's been really interesting and edifying for me because I get an opportunity to receive from my wife. And uh, Jane has gave some timely, timely words that has been a real blessing to me. And more specifically, I think recently, she was speaking about distractions. And, 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 and I was dealing with distractions coming from several different points and it helped me to discern where the, where the distractions were coming from mm. and to deal with them. But then at the same time, Bishop Johnson, one morning, I, I mean, every once in a while I can get low. I don't know if any of you ever experienced that. <laughs> Just, just feeling low emotionally. And, um, and he began to pray the blood prayers. And I laid the blood prayers aside. You know, you know how sometimes things can get dry to you. And, and, but the blood never gets dry. And Bishop Johnson say, revived say it. Again. Bishop Johnson, the Lord used him to revive that in my heart. And it lifted my spirits. I was edified, not just for that day, but my prayer life took a change because I began to reincorporate that in my life. I love that. That's a dope sentiment, sir. The blood never gets dry. Wait, 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 wait one minute. Wait, wait. <laughs> uh, let me say to Tiffany challenges the heck out of me. <laughs> Mr. I hear you laughing at me. That's all right. She puts the word of God in a way that coerces you to respond with your life. And I love that about her devotions. You can't just listen to Tiffany and go back to bed. You got to get up and do something. And her, for her devotions inspire me. They, they cause me to want to do more. I Listen, uh, you know, people say, well, you taught her. Yeah, but this student has far exceeded me, which is a blessing to me. But now I'm playing catch up to try to catch her again. <laughs> but, Mom, you're doing awesome. so good. I'm, this is, let me tell you something. This is not an old dog because she's learning all the new tricks. It's just, I'm so serious. She is doing so good. You're doing so good, Mom. You, you spoke about um, Pastor Tiffany, I want to tell you, one morning she, we were speaking about, I'm sorry, speaking about trajectory and purpose. And then you said um, purpose actually sets the trajectory. But then you said obedience get you there faster. <laughs> and, and it just, it, 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 was, it was impacting because so many times we can leave obedience out of, uh, out of the picture. Help me. Another word she spoke was position yourself. Yes. Position yourself. That was a powerful word. That was a great word. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that, that really helped me. That's insightful. I love the way Tiffany dissects the word of God 
in a way that's practical and plain and and it makes you feel like oh I could do that yeah, it's, it's a very, very practical way. Oh, can I say one more thing? Um, uh, when Bishop does the blood prayers, how many of you would listen to a series? Say it good, Chris. How many of you would listen to the, a series of the blood prayers over music? Would you, would you play that? Would you play that? We'll make that happen. We're going we're gonna to make that happen. That's perfect. In fact, I went back to the blood prayer this week. Mm. I literally have been praying them three times a day this week. Mm. Mm. Um, Can I say one more little thing? I'll, do, I'll be quick. Yes, sir. James' voice is soothing. Mm. James' voice Absolutely. is calming. And the words that she pe- uh, speaks brings faith. And they cause you to believe God and want to conquer. Yeah, yes, that's very absolutely. true. That's, that's very true. I, I love what happens to us. We, I, I bet you we can sit here for another 10 minutes and really just talk about each other. Yeah. Um, and because it's easy, huh, Dad? Well, well yeah. It's, it's, it's amazing that every one of you speak out of how God has constructed you. And one of the things I wanted to happen out of this whole issue of devotions is I wanted people to, I want the body of, of Christ to understand that they don't have to mimic anybody. They just need to be in God's presence and in his word, and he will do everything he wants to do in that person. I, I was going to say that Elder Yule, for example, when, when, whenever he, he's, first, of all, he's <laughs> first of all, he's not going to, you ought to see his outline. Every now and then I get to see an outline. <laughs> Has anyone seen an outline of Elder Yule? It is it, it's, it's not a manuscript. It is a point one, A, B, C, D, one, two, three, point two, B, seven, 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 and the whole thing is that way. But it's the way he thinks and the way he's in the picture. And, it, and it's, it's incredibly prophetic, which is amazing. But so when people listen to you, they, it, it makes them immediately, it makes them think, oh, Lord, is this what I need to do? Oh, is that what I need to see? That's just one of the ways, in your own gifting, you provoke people when you give the word of God. I, I felt like we needed to, to do this because much of the body of Christ wrestles with the one thing that will keep them healthy, and that's their daily bread. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds. Who is the man that succeeds? Blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel, counsel of, of the nor sits in the seat, but his delight is in the law of in it. He meditates day and night, and he shall be like the tree planted by the rivers of water. In what? We shall not. He does shall do what? Prosper. Look at your nerves. You need to. It's time for you to prosper. And I, I just want. I wanted people that, online. That's a major thing right there. That says that the word of God is planted inside of you as you are in His presence daily. You see how it just came. But not all knew every word. But some of us had pieces of it. But when you put us together, then we have the whole loaf. Wow. That means you, you might not want to miss one day. <laughs> It'll help you. Listen, I thought it might be interesting for us to get a little bit vulnerable. Okay. Yeah. 
and um, help people to see that uh, though we look like a superhero, every superhero has a weakness. I don't know if you know that. Uh, that kryptonite. It, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, and I think that's what I'm asking you. What's your kryptonite? What's that one thing that fights against you personally from you finishing strong? And how has daily devotions helped you to finish strong? What's your, me go first? Yeah. Golly. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh. But you know me, I don't have no problem. I, stay, I have I to keep my mouth shut, but I got to tell it today. Uh, for me, when I am physically tired, I am vulnerable to spiritual attack. So if I'm not sleeping, if I'm not exercising regularly, if I'm not eating right, and my body does not rest well, over a period of time, um, that takes its toll on me. We know we are body, uh, soul, and spirit. So what affects one affects the other. And that, for me, manifests itself when I am exhausted physically, when I'm not sleeping very well. I am susceptible to spiritual, to spiritual attack. And um, I've known this since I was a teenager, it, it used to happen to me a lot when I was a teenager, and I've learned this about my, my life growing up. Uh, but the one thing that I have learned, my, actually my mom taught us, is to not be um, led by our emotions or our, our physicality. Uh, but to, um, and I think it was Bray Sibley said one time to fake it until you make it. Now, well, let me let me help you understand what that means. But what that means is you got to keep doing the discipline even though you don't feel like it. Keep going to the Word of God even though you feel like you were just reading That's the so Word. Uh, keep praying. Keep, and you know what? Honestly, when I get like that. I know that I'm like that because I don't even have words. And you know, for me, words are everything. So when I can only speak in my language, then I know that something spiritually is, is going on, is, is happening with me. And so that, for me, my daily devotions, it has to consist, first of all, be consistent no matter how I feel. And I've felt grace from the Lord to, to wake up a little bit later right but to not fudge to not to not have my daily devotions is unacceptable in my life even though I might be exhausted um, so I have to press uh, into God more I think mom said it a few weeks ago she said when it's hard to pray pray harder and that that has been my saving my really my saving grace um for me, um, being overwhelmed is the is the weapon that the enemy uses for me, and, and it seems like everything is coming at me all at one time. It's it's family, or it's sickness, or it's somebody's situation, or somebody needs prayer over here, or something just fell over there, or it, it's just so many things. And and for us, it's not just here in Atlanta, it's just not Metro, but we have relationships around the world, and so Metro might be doing good, and then we get a call from Canada, or we get a call from India. I mean, it's South Africa. It could be anything, and having to carry those things is which which you do when you get overwhelmed uh, you have to learn that these shoulders are not meant to carry everything 
and you have to learn to take those things to the Lord and decipher which are distractions mm -hmm. and which are a part of your purpose and what you're supposed to be learning along the way. I was talking to Pastor Ingrid. I said, we are supposed to be living and learning. And if you're just living, but you're not learning by the lessons that the Lord takes you through, and every time you get overwhelmed, you react the same way, you're not learning. That happens for a reason. And so I'm learning better how to handle and decipher through those things to push into compartments or whatever I need to do and put it on the back burner or bring this forward and this is the priority. Do that so that I'm not overwhelmed, that I can function and I can hear from God because distractions keep you from hearing clearly. And it is a weapon against you. So I have to silence myself. That's the only way I can hear. Uh, right before the next person goes, I want to remind you that if you have any questions while we're doing this, make sure you either put them on the Facebook feed or go to our app, go to sermons, and press live questions, and it'll be sent straight to me. I know for me, um, I spent a lot of time in my life ignoring the voice of God. So when the Lord speaks to me, and tells me to say something, I try to say it with every ounce of energy that I have. I find myself yelling a lot and screaming, you know, <laughs> pointing to spitting and crying and, you know, my... Snotting. Yeah, it's not <laughs> crying, you know, emotionally. And just pouring everything I, I have into, into obedience to, to uh, say what he tells me to say. So after I do that, man... It is, and then I work out all week. I have a, I have a workout business, so uh, so after I do that all week, I am worn out, physically exhausted, and uh, and just having the responsibility of you know, I got kids at home, and and my kids are lit. My I don't know if you've experienced my daughter Siani. She is the dancing diva and the actor and the she is just turned up all the time. If you want to have a great conversation, just talk to Siani. She is a great conversationalist and, and, and she 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 requires love and attention in, in a very special, special way. And uh, Christopher is just all boy. He backflips off of stuff and <laughs> He want a Power Rangers all the time, you know, and and we have a great time. We play music together, and and you know, and and then you know, just being just being a father, you know, just being a father and and having to um, uh, be be in the house with my with my kids and, and my wife. I love her with all of my heart. Uh, her name is Toya Johnson, my only one and only love. Uh, she, you know, my my family they they really require my attention. She 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 beats me up when I don't when I don't get my duties right you know you got to you got to get your get your stuff right you have to do get your duties right you know so I have to be on point it's a, it's, it's a lot it's a lot of things you know that you have to do plus business plus you know plus ministry plus you know there's a lot a lot of stuff you know that I have to but after that sometimes I'm physically exhausted and like like Tiffany, Tiffany was saying uh, it just requires you to 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 uh, find a place to be fed from the Lord. It requires you 
after doing all of that, it requires you to, to humble yourself and really get in that quiet place before God and, and, and hear from him in a, in a special kind of way and be, be replenished from him. And then sometimes it just requires you not to do anything at all. Just watch it, just to get some decompression time, watch a nice movie or something, you know. But sometimes life just keeps going. You don't have time to do that, you know. And that's when I find I struggle the most. And um, what, But what I have learned is when I get up anyway, I sit on the edge of the bed, I say, oh, Lord Jesus, help me. You know what I'm talking about? Anybody know what I'm talking about? When you don't have nothing else to say, but Lord Jesus, help me. Help me. And, and uh, say again. I know that prayer. I think I originated it. So I just, I just take a step. I just, you know, get off that bed and just I start moving. And the whole time I find out if I keep the lines of communication open with the Lord while I'm moving, it from some energy comes from somewhere. He gives us energy, you know, and uh, I find I find that uh, from from that energy. And then when I turn on, I do my own personal devotion. But when I turn on, Sister Jane comes on first. When I turn on her devotion, because she's always smiling. Good morning. <laughs> Come on in. Come on in. God morning. Come on in, y'all. <laughs> she always has some CCM playing, you know, <laughs> contemporary Christian music playing, you know. Yes. So, so you know, so it's very inspirational. It's very, it's very. That's the first thing, you know. So it. It uh it helps jump start me when I turn on that devotion and then and then I then then my week get week gets rolling, but uh it really this devotion series has really helped me to be consistent in my personal devotion, cause you know watching this is cool, but it's something else to have your own personal devotion. It's helped me be consistent in my own personal devotion, and it has inspired me to watch my my uh, my mother, my father. My What's your kryptonite? What's that one thing that fights against you from finishing strong? But how has devotions helped you to overcome it so you can finish strong? Yeah. So for me, thank you. So um, so for me, um, the devotions have helped me to focus because the enemy distractions are a big thing for me discerning what is urgent and what is important and that's how the enemy he will try to trip me up with that so he will show me something with my kids or he will show me something that he tries to make me worry about and then that becomes a distraction for me instead of his number one thing is keeping me out of the presence of God and the devotions for me, I have to have a word from God every day. I have to know what God is telling me to do. If I get a word from God, that's it. I am able to focus in when I hear God speak to me out of the word or through uh, something that one of the devotion speakers have said. I have been set on track by every single one of these uh speakers the Lord has used to get me back to my hour of praying in the spirit because that was something that he's been trying to get me back to and through one of Elder Yule's devotions I was I got firmly back on track with that Lady Carolyn's devotion that thing on cornbread 
that is going to be a book. So just start putting your orders in now because uh, that was a masterful message that gave me my instructions on what I need to get done by the end of the year. And after that message, I immediately knew exactly what I needed to do. I can be all over the place and here, 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 but having a word from God, having to get in God's presence outside of the devotions is what, and Pastor Christopher, I am such a strong worshiper, and I love, love, love the passion that he brings in the, his devotions. That is just, it, it stirs me. It wants me to just be in the presence of God. And on Bishop's devotions, it keeps me focused. I think everybody got back to the blood prayers, and I have been focused back on that. I, uh, too, had kind of put my blood prayers aside, but the Lord gave me a strategy on going through the entire blood prayers book during the whole week. I do a section every week. And so what I'm saying is focus for me. I have to know what it is I'm supposed to be doing and not go with what seems to be urgent because whatever the enemy puts to you that seems to be urgent and causes you to be in anxiety, like he'll put me in a state of anxiety about something. And then I'll go run into Yule telling him something. And then he, he never gets pushed out of shape like me, so he'll say, so then I'm thinking, well, what, what, what do you have to, you know, and he's just sitting there like, I'm like, and I'm, yes, and I'm trying to force him to feel the, my urgency about this situation. But it's not that urgent. It is the enemy trying to pull me off of what God really told me to do. So it's distractions for me, and I have to constantly guard myself. Is this what God wants me to do right now? And sometimes it's no. And so um, all the devotion speakers have helped me become focused on what God wants me to do personally. I'm able to My kryptonite, my weakness, is the lack of patience. And, um, I mean, and being reactive. And so someone said that the highest level of emotional intelligence is being aware of your blind spots. And for me, that is a blind spot because if I'm not in my morning devotions uh, receiving from the Lord, I tend to be reactive to people. Or I, my lack of patience may make me be rash in decision making. And, and so when, I, and when that happens, then my life also unravels from the lack of order. And so all those dynamics happen out of the lack of patience. And so when I'm sitting in the presence of God in my morning devotion, God gives me grace. Because throughout the day, man, you're listening to people. And sometimes you, you don't have anything to give. And, 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 and people have needs. And so you don't want to react. And so I've seen the Lord show up every time. Show up every time with words of comfort, words of edification and I may feel agitated but then the Holy Spirit shows up and I, and I believe that happens 
because of the morning devotions. I, I, I know it happens. Even with my wife, my wife can come to me with four or five things at one time. <laughs> or I wake up in the morning, man, I'm just coming out of my sleep. <laughs> and, she, and, and so she'll have this list going, boy. <laughs> and I'm sitting up there and I'm trying to figure out what's going on. <laughs> so both of y'all at home now, huh? And so, and right. so we're at she, home. That's tired. a new dynamic, oh, right? Oh. And so, you know, I can't, I can't react in my flesh. <laughs> and so I, I know I know it's I know it's the Lord. Um, when you have adult children and and everybody have their personalities. It's been it's been um, depending on him in the morning devotion. It's been the supply of the Holy Spirit. Does the bishop have kryptonite? Oh God help him. Um, I was thinking hard about this even when you asked it yesterday. I've nailed it down to independence and self-reliance and I, I thought about it so you know gr growing up the oldest son and then losing the father made me do I'll do it myself I'll, I'll, I'll get it done myself or I'll I'll figure out how to how to do it self-reliance and independence I don't need this I don't need so-and-so without ever saying it it, it it, it, what it does is it gets me not to depend on that voice. Tempts me not to listen to that voice. And I have to, I, I'll, I'll tell you the, when we started doing devotions on, on, on the air, I guess it's not the air, I guess it's online. <laughs> it's a little different, right? Oh my God, it was, it was so, I, I can't tell you how difficult that was for me because I'm going to take my personal business with God and share it with everybody and, and I just felt so vulnerable and so pardon the expression naked you know just and uh, and what it's done for me is um, it's made me admit that I desperately need God and I need him every day the things I can't do for myself that I and that he has to, only he can do so that's my kryptonite and it's made me go back to say okay Lord oh, as I think Christopher said it not even feeling like it but just going anyway it's kind of amazing uh, I tell you what look at your neighbor and says get in the motions you'll feel better get in the motions you'll feel better we have some um, why you add something we have some awesome questions from, really? yep, lots oh, wow. of questions. I'm not going to be able to get to them, so I'm, if, forgive me for the ones that I choose, but I think there are some really, really good ones. First of all, it's not a question. I think it's a statement. We got to figure out how to get people the blood prayers again. It's been a consistent thing that we've been talking about this morning. I think that's really, really important. Uh, we got to figure that out. Um, Christopher and I are going to work that out. We're going to work it out. So at the um, top of 21. Oh, he's saying it. I yeah, it's 2020, uh, 2021. We're going to have it recorded so they can do it. But I do believe we can post it. Am I not, Neil? Can we not? Yep, that's we can post it. We can put it in the app. It. And um, actually, that's a dope idea. Yeah. Uh, so let's figure out how to do that. Uh, my team is listening to me. Uh, let's thank you. Appreciate you. Let's figure out how we can do that this week at least post the words while Christopher and Bishop work on that recording. Why don't you clap your hands if you're excited about that? Mm. Um, couple
couple of quick questions that I think are relatively quick, but I think it's important questions. And I think this one is really important. She said, uh, do you always have to read the Bible during devotions? Good question, huh? Yeah, it is a yeah. good question. It's a really good question. I, I don't think that you have to literally read the, the, the scripture uh, every time you have devotions because uh, of the scripture that says that you should hide the word in your heart that you might not sin, sin against him. So there's a place in your heart where the word of God comes up out of your spirit and reminds you of things. But in order for it to come up, it's got to be something in there. So if you're not full of the word of God or if you haven't read on a regular basis, then there's, it, there's nothing coming up. It's like the child that uh, was given the word, you're going to be an A student, given a prophetic word, and that child stopped studying and stopped doing, uh, stopped doing homework. <laughs> and the daddy said, have you lost your mind? Now you got all F's. You know, and why, why do you have all F's? And she said, because God said that I was going to be an A student. Well, you have to partner with God, okay? There's some work that you got to do too. So, yeah, it's, it's not imperative every single time that you have devotions, but reading the word of God is very, very important. Here's what I do. I'm sorry. I, 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 do, I do chat. I do uh, confess. That's confess. great. Honor, C uh -huh, ask, A and thank. T. Mm -hmm. Confess your faults, ask, uh, uh, honor, I ask, and thank. And so I chat and then listen. So I chat and then I listen. I listen by going to a scripture. Usually I do uh, Proverbs or Psalms and, and, you know, finding, going to the word of God to get, to get a scripture. So not only are you, are you uh, speaking, but you're also listening. That's, that's, you know, relationship conversation. I think also the Bible says that babes desire the sincere milk, milk of, the word. of the word of God. And so when a baby is not hungry, you know the baby is sick. And when we as believers are not hungry for the word of God, mm. then it means that we're spiritually sick. Mm. And, and, and so at that point, you need help you know, someone to pray you through. Uh, I think some of the biggest warfare that we experience in our lives is not the enemy coming against our prayer life. It's the enemy coming against our reading of the word. Because if you read the word, you end up praying. And, um, and reading the word strengthens you. It revives your soul, mm -hmm. revives your heart. It, it, do, it does so much. It is the sincere milk that we all need. And when you're sick and you don't want to eat Naturally, when you're sick, you don't want to eat. That's one way, one way they can tell how sick you are. They force feed you. If you're real sick and you cannot eat, they will force feed you. First thing they do is put you on an IV. Exactly. And, and if, you are, if, you, if you're not that sick but you know you need to get well, one of the things they'll do, you have to eat. You have to eat. And this is the way it is. When, when, when your flesh is against the word of God, as, as Paul says, but when you keep feeding yourself, your flesh will give up, but the word of God will overcome that, and then a thing will turn where it's, it becomes a desire for you, which is very different than trying to make yourself. Make yourself until you can't live without it. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's so good. 
One last question right before we're done, I think it's very important. I'm gonna, I don't know who asked this question, but I'm gonna shorten your question just a little bit for the most important part. Uh, they, they say, I press, but it's like I sputter out. All I can pray at times is help me, Lord. How do I break through in prayer? I think that's really important for us finishing strong. How do we break through? I think one, one of the ways uh, that's helped me break through in prayer is that you need to get a prayer partner. If you get a prayer partner, a prayer buddy, someone that's experienced in prayer, I'm going to tell you something. You will break through and you develop a delight in prayer. Uh, that was also uh, one of the things I was going to say, too. Um, I love my prayer teams. I mean, because um, when one of us is in that place, we have somebody else to hold us up. The Bible says two is better than one. Mm. Three is better than two. So you always need someone else uh, walking with you. And if you have a prayer team, I encourage you to stay on that prayer team or get uh, with someone who can help pray with you. Also, uh, if you have a prayer language, when you get stuck and you don't know how to pray or you don't feel like praying, the Bible lets us know that praying in the spirit, it edifies us. It can help bring you out of that place. Uh, when you use your prayer language, I pray in tongues a lot. Romans 8 says he prays to us when we don't know how. Yes, pray. absolutely. Awesome. One Romans thing, eight twenty six. One thing I learned from my grandma Lola. She's, uh, uh, oh, was she 102? She said, child. Thanks the law. <laughs> Child, just thanks the law. So, so sometimes when you're having problems pushing through, you just, just look around the room in your house and find something to be thankful about. And, and I promise you, you, if you think, oh, oh, I'm thankful for this, 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 and then you just think about, just think about breath. It, I could look if I start, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Chris? Uh, something that I've learned from from Dad also is uh, reading the Psalms every day, uh, at least about five Psalms a day. And what's crazy is if you read it according to the date, um, like today is the thirteenth, and so today, today I read the thirteenth. The 23rd, 34, 43rd, the 54th, 84th, 83rd, you know, I do all that for one day and I end up reading about five songs. What's crazy is it ends up being exactly, exactly what I needed to hear. It's, and it works also when, it, when I'm having a difficulty hearing from God. Uh, David had uh, the uncanny ability to show us how to go through every single emotion that you could ever have. And every, after every positive or negative, from being excited about the joy of the Lord to my friends about to kill me, it, 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 everything in between. He was bipolar, between. right? He bipolar, <laughs> exactly, exactly. But that joke, no matter which uh, spectrum of the gamut he was on, he always came back to God. So reading the Psalms for me helps me to break through when I feel like I ain't, I, I ain't got, I, I'm, I don't have it, I can't do no, nothing else I can do. I know sometimes this helps with men. Sometimes you just need a list of things that you're going to pray for because sometimes guys will run out of words. Uh, what else should I pray about? And if you have a list of things that, that you're going to pray, it helps. That list is important, Elio. Another thing, guys, 
if you're wrestling with this whole spiritual thing and you're, you, you might even be new to the game, um, I'd like to suggest that you open the book of wisdom. I cannot even tell you. If you, there are 31 proverbs and it is absolutely amazing how the proverb that corresponds to the day of the month will correspond to your life. Sometimes it's only one verse, but it's, it's almost like God is standing there speaking to you. I want to encourage you. I like to encourage you to include Proverbs. And, and w- particularly when you're stuck, you don't have words, you don't know what, include the Proverbs. I, I'm, I'm speaking to the men because I know that guys particularly need that straightforward, you know. Ladies, please don't hear anything opposite. Um, know that if you go to the Proverbs, the, the Holy Spirit will speak to you. It, it is amazing. It might be that some of you that are sitting here today and those of you listening with us really, really, really struggle with finding that place in God, finding that time with the Lord. And and, and, and you struggle. It's okay, I'm, I'm here and I'm reading now, but it's just so dry and it doesn't make any sense. And you need something to switch you from this, this um, uh, action of reading the word to seeing in the word and the word speaking back to you and the power and the excitement of and you find, you feel like you just that has never happened to you or it's very rare that it happens or it used to happen but it's just so difficult I can't I, I, I'm looking at you now in my spirit struggling until it's almost like what, what's the use and then you go to the point where you just said, well, Lord, you know, you know, or, or the two, or the two word prayer that we pray, help me. And, but when it comes to conversation with the Lord, him, you know, a conversation is always two way. You're speaking, the others speaking to you. I want to give you an opportunity. I, in fact, what we're going to do, I, I think I'd like to ask this team that, has already broken through many times and has an anointing. I want to pray for those of you that are struggling with this. I'm going to ask that you receive a transfer that the Spirit of God will come upon you. And then another thing you'll know he'll do, he'll do to you is amazing. When you finally get to bed, which the Lord may speak to you about changing that. He may even speak to you about what is coming into your brain, your mind, through your ears, your eyes. Your, what's coming, what, what are the images coming there? It could be that you are warring against the images that are so mighty, mightily stacked in your brain. Those voices may be coming against the voice of the Lord. So you might have to change something. I'm sure no doubt you will. But we're going to pray for you. We're going to pray for the people that are that are online that are watching with us. I'm asking the Holy Spirit just to touch you, that His Spirit upon you will give you what I call a thirst or a desire for God, to be close to Him, 
my dear friend in Tallahassee, Helena Barrington, who great psalmist, a great prophetic gift, great teacher of the word of God, and has written more than 2,000 songs. It's an amazing thing. She said, I want to be so close to God that I can smell what aftershave he uses. <laughs> some, some of you, that, the greatest thing in your life is for God to become intimate with you and you become intimate with God. It is the strength of your life. It's the stability of your life. So no matter what winds are blowing in your life of circumstances and negative situations, they cannot move you from your relationship with him. And you want that thing. You want that thing in your life. Married couples, I want to tell you, there's nothing more powerful than when a married couple, each of you have your life in Christ, in his presence, in the, in the devotional life, in the word of God. Whenever I, whenever God speaks to me, one of the first things that husbands that have what I'm talking about testify with me. Whenever you are before God and his word speaks to you, one of the first things you want to do is to go love your wife. One of the first things you want to do coming out of the presence of God is you want to connect with your, with your sweetheart. It's amazing because the Holy Spirit, that's what he does. One of the greatest things for marriages is for the both of you to have a powerful devotional life. I promise you, when the both of you ascend to the presence of God, you will find each other there. It's one of the major keys to you finishing strong. I want to pray for you. Those of you who say, I want that, Bishop. I want that in my life. No man can take this from you. When you open your heart let God touch you today. In fact, I want to call for those of you that right from where you are, that said, yes, I want, I want that anointing that presses into the presence of the Lord. I want that. Then I'm going to invite you to come just out of your seat. That's it. Just to stand and come and stand right in this altar. We're going to pray for you. And those of you that are, are, are with us online, I, I want to encourage you. I'm going to pray for you while they are praying for others. Can I ask that team to go across the front? And those of you that say, I want that, Bishop, I, I, want, I need a breakthrough here. Because some of you, depending on what has been active in your life, what demonic entities are keeping you, some of you need that broken off of your life so that you can come to God and God can come to you. Sometimes it's the, it's the, it's the, presence, the, the, the uh, presence of the adversary some of you, it comes down through your lineage. Some of you, in, in your past lineage, your, your parents have been involved in satanic things that, that allows the enemy to have such railing accusations against you that keep you from the presence of Almighty, this, this holy God that we love and we serve. I want you to come, Father, in the name of Jesus. For those that are hearing me now, and for those that desire that personal, that touch, your holy presence, I pray for you now that want this, that desire this. I pray in the name of Jesus, I speak the word of God and the blood of Jesus Christ be sprinkled over your life so that faith and hearing may become part of your everyday life. 
I, I, re, I rebuke the enemy that has made covenants in the past, even with your parents or those who are relatives, your bloodline in the name of Jesus, by the, by the blood of Jesus, be cleansed in the name of the Lord. Be forgiven of those sins that have touched the, touched the enemy and touched Satan. I rebuke in the name of Jesus those spirits that have come to you to keep you from the voice of the Lord. In the name of Jesus, let your ears be open, let your eyes be open. In Jesus' name, Father, I thank you for the repentance. We thank you, Father. We come to you confessing the things that we've been involved in, what our eyes have seen and what our hands have touched have defiled us and we come, Father, today to ask you for cleansing, cleansing from every evil and wicked deed of our hands and our eyes and our bodies. We ask you, Father, cleanse us and forgive us. Forgive us and cleanse us from those things in the name of Jesus. Those of you sitting there right now, lift your hands to the Lord. Some of you need to be praying this prayer. Father, I renounce every dreadful thing, every evil thing, every lustful thing. Lord, we, 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 we renounce it in the name of Jesus. We declare that your blood and your life is right. Your word is truth and it is life. And Father, we renounce, we walk away from, we turn our eyes away from in the name of Jesus. Those things that draw us away from you. Father, every relationship that would draw them away from Jesus Christ. Father, we renounce that relationship in Jesus' name. I'm speaking to those of you who need to break a relationship that's keeping you from the presence of Almighty God, keeping you from hearing God, keeping you from the intimacy that God wants in your life. Father, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you, Lord. Lord, let the anointing of your Holy Spirit come upon them now in the name of Jesus. As they lift their hands to you, as they acknowledge your presence, let that presence, Father, when they, when they awake, let that presence be the presence that raises them up, brings them to your word, and continually speaks to them. Father, I thank you today. I thank you today. I thank you today. I thank you today. I give you the glory. I give you the praise. I give you all the honor in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord. Let the word of God leap off the pages for you. May the voice of God ring loud as you read the words in the name of Jesus. Let his presence overwhelm you as you're sitting in the presence of God. Let, 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 let the spirit of God disturb you when you have missed your time and you're with him because he loves to be in your presence. I thank you, Heavenly Father. I thank you, Heavenly Father. I thank you for a mighty move of your Holy Spirit. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Those of you that are with us today, I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you. Father, I thank you for giving them instruction. I thank you for a relationship. I thank you for connecting them so they have prayer partners that can encourage them. I give you the praise and I give you all the glory, Lord. These things, let them be done today in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. 
Some of you just need to confess, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, I cannot live without you. I need you. I need to hear your voice. I need you to speak to me. I need a relationship with you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I turn from every relationship that draws me away from you and from everything that entices me away from you. I turn to you, Father. I empty my hands. I shut off all other images and I focus on you. I, 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 I stop all other sounds and voices for I want desperately to hear you. And no, oh God, I thank you for this. I praise you for this. I thank you for this. Take them deeper, Lord, those that are hearing me today. Take them deeper in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise your mighty name. Praise your mighty name. 